Hello and welcome to the unofficial, unsanctioned women's UCI cycling show. My name is Pre-Coffee Dan, and uh, with me, as always, to discuss the love, joy, excitement, happiness, and other things of professional women's cycling is my dear friend, Sarah. How are you, Sarah? I'm great. I might be a bit sleep deprived. I'm great. <laughs> and, and it was sleep deprived, but you've also possibly been more caffeinated than me. So I think somewhere no. between the two of us, we come out in the middle. Yeah. Hey, there's less caffeine in my bloodstream than in yours. Oh yeah. I, well, all I know is that there's less caffeine in my bloodstream right now than there should be. Yeah. So anyway, that's, um, that's enough. That's enough complaining about my lack of coffee right now. Um, you have been away, naughty girl. I have been away. I've been in the Netherlands. I've been to Groningen province and I was in Germany. Well, technically Germany. I was in technically Germany <laughs> and Groningen province. <laughs> What's technically Germany? Like all of Western Europe or? <laughs> oh, <it is. laughs> Oh God, no, no! I was on. Um, I was on. Uh, um, I was on the German island of Borkum. I did. I literally did not even know that they had any islands. Um, that's quite impressive. I know it was yeah. brilliant. I saw seals. It was great. <laughs> I I kind of feel like somehow we've immediately derailed and gotten way off course here because you didn't go on holiday to see fucking German seals. <laughs> I feel very lost and like we're wildly out of control. And it's just, I need help. Come, need back to, come back to reality, Sarah. I can't do this on my own. You were at the Energy Vox tour. I know it. The energy I saw seals as well, though. <laughs> Just be like, like if you keep bringing this up, I'm eventually gonna have to tell the penguin joke, and that is not something anyone wants to hear. So I don't even know. Yeah, no, I'll tell it to you after we've stopped recording. Um, okay. So, so yeah, let's let's quickly move on to this race. Yes. How was it? It was amazing. Oh, my God. What do you think? It was fantastic. I was at the Energy Walk Tour. Now, the Energy Walk Tour has always been a very special tour for my heart because they've always, like, got had really good social media and they've always had, like, normally 15 minutes of film, of TV, every every of every stage. Mm. They go out of their way to make it incredibly accessible for fans around the world. And last year I was tweeting about them quite a lot and they said to me, and they got in touch and they said, hey, Sarah, would you like to come over to our race next year and, and, and be part of the team like we can't pay you because everyone who works on it is a volunteer so um but we'll we'll we, but you know we'll fly you out we'll put you up and we'll you know would you like to join us and of course i said hell yes of course <laughs> of course of course of course of course of course so i went to groningen province groningen province <laughs> <laughs> ah and and yeah you know um how was it how was it from the you know social media point of view like did you have a great time you know getting around the traps doing interviews taking photos all that sort of stuff oh I did a lot of that sort of stuff I also was generally found with my um carrying my laptop so that like my when my spare battery died I could um I could plug it into my laptop for a double battery um yeah weeping because my my when my iPhone broke strangely here's my iPhone tip if you press 
if you press the middle button and the top button for like 20 seconds when your iPhone completely collapses, it comes back to life. <laughs> right. uh, <laughs> welcome, to, welcome to Tech Tips with Dan and Sarah. <laughs> oh my God. No, seriously, when you are standing in a, in, a, in, a, in a town you've never... Oh, and I also have to say right up front... Thank you very much, Orica DS, Mark Barris, who, when my phone had broken and I didn't know how I was going to get from the start town to the finish town, got gate his the his his crew gate. He got his crew to give me a lift. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we nearly lost Sarah. <laughs> you nearly lost. I only got left behind See? twice. <laughs> twice. See, this is why this is why I don't let you do things like mountain bike. You know, like. <laughs> You know what? I have an amazing sense of direction, but I do. But because the maps aren't based more on how you ride around places than how you walk around places, I got lost in a town that only has four streets. That's literally not possible. I know. I couldn't find this. I go back. Pim, I can't find the start finish line. Um, Pim, long suffering, poor Pim Seegers, who looked after me and who's, who's so Pim. Basically, the social media is normally done by Ben and Pim. Um, ben was in uh, Ben couldn't Ben couldn't leave Portugal, and Pim was basically the guy um, sat sat in the in the press room, looking after the press room and doing the updates. Um, but yeah, so poor Pim. Yeah, Sarah, I'll show you where the start and finish line is. Oh my god, that's wow! So after after you know getting yourself lost and being lost and being abandoned and and all sorts of dramas like that, did you actually get to see any racing? Or? Oh my, yeah. You know what? The funny thing is about being at a bike race. The best thing about this race is so many things that were really good about it. But the best thing was that it was each stage was streamed live entirely on the internet. This is the first women's race to ever have this happen. I mean, I'm, I'm I think it might be the first. Sorry, first women's stage race. I think it might be the first women's stage race ever to have um ever 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 to have tv because it was also on actual tv as well as the internet which seems like a really archaic thing (laughs) but also wonderful yeah so it's really strange so so it's kind of like one of those things where you're going well people are probably getting a better view out there than they than, than they are here at the finish line and that was wonderful so there are some stages where i could you know basically nip between the um the, the the video at the in the in the press in the permanence and then run to the finish line to see them dash past in a lap and then run back to the video space it was great i had such a good time dan <laughs> i really i can't tell from, from your tone of voice so I'm glad yeah yeah all right yeah, well, it was... okay so um it was it was awesome um and yes live streaming is um you know, it, it, it's one of those things that I was super excited about, and is sort of the next evolution of of um, how racing, women's races, are evolving. And I really hope that this starts to set a bit of a precedent for race organisers. That you know, uh, particularly I'm eyeing a race that happens on the twenty second of April. <laughs> Don't has to no, no, right no, there. No, you're not allowed to mention it before you've had coffee. <laughs> well, just imagine a very stern tone of voice. You're not allowed to mention. <laughs> I think everyone knows what I'm talking about, anyway. So, yes, um, yeah. So, so that's really, you know, obviously, it's an exciting development, and um, and it was very cool 
watching um, various people on Twitter, particularly, you know, writers and, and DSs and stuff from literally around the world. Um, so, you know, for example, um, Kelvin, our mate, crazy cycle fan on Twitter, was um, helping out with high-tech products who had a team at the Tour of Thailand. And they're racing the Tour of Thailand and watching Energy Vok Tour <laughs> when they've got downtime. How fucking cool is that? I know, and it was it was amazing with people all over the world. I mean, did you actually? I mean, the thing is, is it was out unfeasible in the morning, wasn't it? But did you actually get to, in Australian time? But did you get to watch any? I I tried to um, watch a little on um, the last two nights, and with with no complaints or whatever. But for some reason, I just couldn't get the stream to work. I have a feeling it was just one of those sort of overwhelmed by too many connections. Yeah. And things. Yeah. Um, so I actually didn't get to see any of it streamed live, no. Well, that's a good time for me to plug, because if you went to podium.tv, you could hit the video on demand link and you can see all this, all, I think there's like an hour of the last, an hour of all the stages there. Oh, cool. So if you missed, if anyone missed, if, if you, if we we're talking, I'm going to talking about these, if you want to go and watch them, dear, 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 dear listener, go to podium.tv. Um, I highly recommend, highly recommend stages three and four. Ah, well, let's not, let's not explain why until we've discussed stages one and then perhaps two. Yes, indeedy. So it's a, so it's a, it's one of those races. It's a six stage race over five days. Yeah. Right. Um, and it started off with a prologue and they always try and mix it up. The other thing that they do is they have six stages for the elite women and three stages for the junior women. And the junior women are on the same courses as the elite women. It's just they do you know, fewer laps. So, for example, stage two had a long run in from the first town to the second town and then laps at the end. And so the juniors, I think, did two laps maybe. And the elites did four laps or something like that. Right. Yeah? Yep. Then on the two-stage day, which is actually a three-stage day, because it started out with the elite TTT, uh-huh. and then the junior TTT on exactly the same course, right, and then right. the elites rode a road race. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. That's and a lot of races sta- to get through in a day. Yeah, 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 really. And then on stage three, there's a, um, it's at Stars Canal, the, they did a, they, they did a, the, the elite started first, and they did two big laps and then one small lap. And the juniors started 15 minutes after the elites and elites, and they did one big lap and one and one small lap. So, you know, it's kind of it's it's really 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 a nice thing because if you're a junior team and you you know and you and you're kind of you you know the most of them have this is often for a lot of them their first international race you know yeah and it was definitely their first team time trial and it was definitely 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 the first time that a lot of them had ridden together because what you do is you get national teams you had they had national teams from britain from switzerland from belgium france uh and they had a german team and then they also had lots and lots of dutch teams they didn't have a dutch national team but but what they do is they have combined teams where two clubs for example will put four riders together yeah yeah so lots of um because you know lots of little combined teams where so so it's really really nice because you get riders who've never you know some riders who've ridden together some riders who haven't ridden together oh my god i've just had the best idea for a uh uh romeo and juliet cycling club like 
play or something, you know, like star-crossed riders from competing local clubs who have to join a combined team for the Energy Rock Tour. So. <laughs> I think we should do that anyway. Um, <laughs> it's, yeah, so, so, oh, and I should do junior teams from Sweden and Denmark. I'm so sorry, Scandies. In fact, what's interesting about it is the countries that don't, and, and you start wondering, well, wonder if in the future Australia and, and America and New Zealand and countries like that will send, Canada will send junior teams too, because it's an amazing time to race. But also you have, uh, it, there's like this little mini Euro season because we have this race. And then in two weeks time, we have the Omelette Van Borsele, which has a junior stage, women's stage race as well. Mm-hmm. So you could quite easily send, so if you wanted to, you know, just send some of your juniors out before, you know, for a kind of first time riding on European style roads before Worlds. And I know Worlds is in America this year, but, you know, normally it can be quite scary, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically on yeah. Euro style roads for the first time in your first international race. And yeah, so yeah, in the future, it might be, it would be lovely to see little Aussies and little, little USA people. And I say little, they're all taller than me and they're all young <laughs> women, they're not girls. But, you know, I just, it's just very strange. But they, 16 year olds wow they look so young and you're like oh my god you're just about to ride this brutal 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 race you look so young yeah i know <laughs> it's terrible isn't it when you i my theory is once you get to the other side of 35 everyone just starts looking young um, especially yeah i mean you know like that that thing about people say police are looking younger and when you're younger you're like oh whatever and then you suddenly <laughs> go oh my god he's 12 he's i 12. know i know how can they have authority <laughs> like you can't you're like oh wow yeah anyway um yes frightening frightening <laughs> things to consider um, yeah. So, so, so we'll talk about the junior. I mean, is it best to talk about the juniors and the elite separately, or to kind of go through it all as it happened? Look, I think let's go through stage by stage because, um, yeah. So, so both both as we go. Yeah. So it started off with a prologue, and it's a very short prologue. It's the first time they've done such a short one. Yeah, because um, usually they 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 just haven't before. It just it just hasn't happened like that. But this one was um, only two point five kilometers in Vinsum. Um, all of it's in well, not all of it's in Groningen province because some of it was technically in Germany. And <laughs> it's quite a weird course. It's like we, we we drove around it, and the course is it's all on the clinkers. And I don't really know what clinkers are until I went till recently. But clinkers are like kind of instead of cobbles, like kind of bricks laid in a herringbone pattern. Okay. Yep. Yep. Do you have that in Australia? Um, yeah, you get that every now and then. I didn't know that that was called clinkers. I mean, we don't call it that. I, you know, we like in in Australia. I think the technical term for that is look, some fucker put bricks down. <laughs> so. Well, this is like clinkers, um, and it's kind of like this course that um, has lots of technical parts, which was quite interesting considering the later riders wrote us in the dark. Holy, holy shit! Yeah, so you kind of you kind of start off down a relatively benign clinkered road. Oh, look, nice curve, 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 curve at the bottom, and then suddenly it's got like um, like in England, sleeping policemen are quite small and bumpy, but this is like like little like these are like raised up, raised down, so like, like a raised a, um like, is... a raised junction. Um. Oh, right. So so yeah, I, I think I know what you mean. Okay. 
Yep. So like a raised, like yeah, like a raised junk traffic calming. And so after you've gone over a couple of this, you then do like some little chicane bits up some over some over some bridges, and then this tiny bit of tarmac. Oh look, lovely tarmac. This is nice. Hurrah, hurrah! And then back up. Then this like hard right on clinkers over a bridge, and then this you know one of those weird double corners. <laughs> <laughs> with double corners i don't know what that means at you know all. like when there's two, you know like when there's two junctions next to each other and it ends up with like a corner like if you time it exactly right you can probably take a straight line through the corner but uh, only like I by think, a hair's breadth i think you mean a dog leg yeah dog leg that's it yep sleep depri- deprivation yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's kind of cool trying to interpret this you know and also <laughs> and also like a to work out what the hell you're talking about and then b try and work out whether i can make a joke quick enough um <laughs> so so it, it's kind of fun oh, oh daniel and and before coffee i'm very proud of you yeah so so they kind of have so, so they do this like this this two you know this kind of basically like come off the bridge turn right and then turn left and finishing under a windmill and I can't tell you how happy I was to finish under a windmill I was like oh, we're definitely in the Netherlands now and I was really excited to be able to take photos of riders finishing with under the windmill <laughs> I, I don't know I kind of feel like the most appropriate thing would have been having them ride up a small incline towards a windmill and finishing in the windmill so that, mate, so that they mate, could fill it with tilting at windmill jokes. Mate, you have not seen how flat this landscape is. Like this bridge, this 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 bridge over the canal was probably the queen of the mountains point of the entire race. Oh god, I don't I just don't understand flat country. I don't you know, and I'm from fucking Australia. Like I don't get us how that works. You live near the Blue Mountains. You can't talk about flat country. Mate, I've I've traversed this country. Oh, is it growing up in is this is this is this one of those things that happens when you grow up in Queensland? In between hitting cane toads with a <laughs> with I actually never did that because um where we lived was on the top of the the Great dividing range, so the altitude was too high, mercifully. Evil fuckers that cane toads are. Um, no, no, it's so just something happens when hell. you're Australia, you know, there's a whole world to discover here. So, you know, I, you, I, I nearly just east to west, singing. north to south, you go you go everywhere. I mean I nearly started singing a Disney song at you. It honestly probably would have meant nothing to me. I mean, go for it. Oh, no, don't. They're, they're brutal on their um, lawyering. No, don't sing it. It's, yeah. Well, we can't afford a lawyer. We certainly can't afford a good lawyer. So, and we, 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 definitely, we definitely, definitely can't afford a Disney-level lawyer. So. I'm sure one of our listeners is a lawyer. We must have a lawyer out there. it doesn't matter as I say they're not going to be a Disney specialist and if you want to win against them you need a Disney specialist maybe maybe we have a Disney lawyer in our listener audience have you fallen asleep are you dreaming right now it sounds (laughs) like you're dreaming (laughs) (laughs) what do we have for our listener (laughs) anyway so your short prologues, and the interesting thing about short prologues is they don't ride many of them, yeah? So I was looking up, I had a lot of fun looking up all the previous um, winners of short prologues, yeah? And the person, and, you know, they, they had four or five last year, and the best riders were uh, Marianne Voss and 
and Dominic van Vlerten. Oh, and that reminds me, neither of those were there. And Voss wasn't there because she's not starting her season. She's still recovering from her injuries and stuff. Yep. And she starts her season late. But Annemiek van Vlerten, they were so weird. There's this really weird thing that happened on the day that the race started. Because Bigler, who I knew had pulled out of the race three weeks before, put out some really bizarre messages about, oh, we couldn't come to this race because they're all bastards and they made us charge an entry fee and they're all assholes and la 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 la. And it was a really weird thing to do. Like, it was basically... I mean, obviously, I'm biased, right, by, yep. by, by, by the race. But apparently, the thing was, was that the race, because 2.2 racers don't have to pay for accommodation. So right. apparently, they were going to, they, they, they told Bigler all along, and Bigler had accepted in January, they say, the race says that Bigler had accepted in January the conditions, which is they pay for the top five teams, but anyone outside of the top five had to pay their own way. Yeah? Right, okay. Bigler says, no, 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 we've got proof that we haven't shown anyone that, 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 that this isn't what happened, that this isn't what they told us. And the race goes, hell yeah, this is what we told them. So it's like up to you to decide, you know, it's up to people to decide, basically. But Bigler aren't, in, aren't top five. And I think maybe that they were, I wonder if they were expecting to be top five. Do you know what I mean? But I'm gutted right. for Anik Van Vlerten and Iris Slappendel and Vera Kuaduda, who wanted to, who, who wanted, really, really wanted to race this race and, and were much, much missed by everyone, race organizers included. But, you know, we're not talking like an ASO race who can suddenly go, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll pay for an extra team. That's completely fine. You know what I mean? And mm. yeah, so interesting. It was, I found it particularly interesting. I mean, obviously, I don't know what happened, and they they might both be, you know, they might both they both feel that they're right. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Uh, but weird. Um, but yeah, it was just I don't know. It was a bit uncomfortable that that Bigler were um, negative pressing about it the day the race began, rather than three weeks ago when they. Yeah, when, dis- there was a, when, when they there pulled was possibly out. a chance to negotiate terms, or well, no, no, I don't. Well, I think I think part of the thing was they tried to negotiate terms, but they tried to negotiate three weeks ago. You know what I mean? Four weeks ago, through now, I guess, um, <laughs> rather than you know, rather than straight away. So it felt a little bit uncomfortable, but you know, I guess who knows i don't know i mean i guess they all feel like they have their reasons and like i said i don't know the truth who knows i've not seen any of this you know any of the written stuff of yeah, what's been yeah. said yeah exactly. so that's why no anamique and and i felt it and i think it's kind of i don't know i mean no matter what a good what no matter what a good case you feel like you have i'm not sure that the morning the race is starting is the best time to go public with it yeah well exactly but also then um, I think the the other thing is that even you know, regardless of, I mean, the truth probably almost certainly lies somewhere in between the the two sets of accounts um, mm. of of what has happened. But then, in addition to that, the the thing is, it's still materially very different from some of the races that we've had really serious problems about that are. Issues of rider safety or issues of race being cancelled at the last minute or things like that. So, you know, it, it there's a risk, I think, of, of overstating what's actually yeah. an issue as well. 
Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, is like two points two risk. It's, it's not, it's not, it's in the rules. Do you know what I mean? It's in the rules that they don't have to pay. And this is why you see quite, you know, this is why sometimes, for example, the, you know, you have races that might be surrounding a World Cup, for example, the Ronda Van Drenthe races, which are two point two surrounding the, um, you know, next mm. to the World Cup, and that's why the are there. They're, sorry, they're you know they're one point two races. You know what I mean? They're one point two races. So they don't have to pay. And and I think, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's. It's it's interest. It's just it, it's interesting to me. I think the kind of uh, wanting to stir up that this is a crap race when you've got like actually it's the first race ever that's shown live on TV and it's it's you know it's doing some really exciting groundbreaking things. I just think it feels a bit, you know, um, it's not the way that I do. It's not the way that I do it to make friends and also to get sympathy for myself. I think. Yeah. You know. I, I think you know if like if they'd have and if and also like you say if they made the fuss a month ago like where, when they first made the decision to pull out then 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 that's the time where you can actually affect some change. Yeah, exactly. If, if you feel like you're done wrong, right? Publish, you know, publish what you what you say you're shown. Do you know what I mean? Well, and, then, and, and, and that's the other thing is going public's always always you know uh, a last resort kind of thing. I mean, it is literally a burning your bridges kind of ac- mm-hmm. action. And so it's not something that you really take lightly, um, you know. Like I, I don't expect I don't expect Bigler to to be enjoying the best relationship with the the Energy Rock Tour organisers, you know, next year. Mm, 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 mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So um, mm. yeah. Well. In that case, anyway, so we were missing a couple of big names, but um... yeah, so missing a couple of big names. So, but you're looking into it and you go, right? So I've got like this piece of paper that's got like the names um, Roxana Knetemann for short for short uh, short stages. Both Lisa Brenauer and Ellen Van Dyke who came second in a very short ITT last year, and. Yep. Uh, yeah, so you're looking into it, going, oh, this is exciting. Anna van der Brecken came fourth. No, I think she came third in three. And fourth in one um, last year. So we're sitting there looking at it going, yeah. And the first half the highest, highest uh, result out is Roxana Knetemann. It hits it out of the, hits it, yeah. hits it really hard. Um, 3.21, 3 minutes, 21 seconds. And then Trixie Warwick for Velocio Sram comes out and, and hammers and, uh, more or less the same time, but, you know, shorter by second, by seconds. And we're sitting there and sitting there and sitting there waiting because the, one of the most exciting things, Lisa Brunauer riding her first ITT in her rainbow jersey, in her <laughs> rainbow skin suit, <laughs> since so, she won the world ITT champs. Yeah, yeah. And so it's not like she's motivated to, to fucking destroy everyone else in this you know prologue is it oh she so she goes out and she hits it and she's one second faster and so like okay great that's amazing that's fantastic that's wow now let's wait for ellen van dyke now ellen wasn't very well yeah and so she she unfortunately for her finished um finished five seconds back on Brunauer, yeah and she actually ended up ninth overall and we're thinking, right, and now it starts to get dark. And it's interesting, you're looking down the list and you're going, oh, my goodness, Bowles have put Lizzie Arm instead of their last rider. And it's quite, that's an interesting thing. What does that say about the race, about what they think, yeah. of, you know, what they think of her place in the race, yeah? Because it was starting to get dark. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no one can beat it. No one can beat it. No one can beat, no one can beat Lisa in this now. But then Anna van der Breggen starts and it's literally, it's really dusky. It's not complete, it's not a full dark like it was when the last riders were, but it was definitely dark. And Anna goes out and she goes out so fast and she actually finishes five seconds faster than Brunauer. Wow. 
really, really impressive, really impressive ride. And I was in the car behind Lisa Brunauer when she rode this course. And I was fucking terrified because you're like, I'm I'm always scared when you're close to riders. But like the way, you know, when cars have to slow down to go around dog legs and technical sections, Lisa Brunauer doesn't have to slow down. No, no. And I mean, also, I mean, to be fair, you're not the most confident driver, so... I wasn't driving. God damn! <laughs> no, Tice Run Tice Run one of the two organizers was driving and I was like, Don't go, don't go so close, don't go so close. I thought I was crazy. I can't look, I can't look. Like holding on to the side, the handle on the side of the door, like, oh my god. Like, I didn't even have imaginary foot on pedal because I don't drive, so I don't know which one it would be. But you know, the imagine that, that if I did, I'd have my my foot on the imaginary pedal for sure. Oh my god, we're going to die! How can you do this? It was so exhilarating. It was wonderful. And I've got some really bad photos um, up on the Energy Walker to Twitter, um, which I'll link to, I guess. Um, yeah, of, of yeah, of me, of of Lisa, behind Lisa. So yeah, so um, Anna won, and and both Anna and Lisa said the same thing, which was I was like, how did you do that? And they both said, well, what happened was I went out and I hammered the course in training to just go round and round and round it to get an idea of what everything was. So Anna said, because I was saying to Anna, weren't you scared? It was dark, and she was like, you you can't be scared. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to go for it and you know and and they basically she's like yeah i i i'd been around it so many times that i knew where everything was yeah, yeah. And i just had to trust myself yeah, and well, not I think mean, you know I, I, that's the thing isn't it you know particularly over such a, a short prologue like you say um it becomes even more important to know the the course really well yeah yeah it was just phenomenal really 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 impressive i just yeah i was very it was was scary scary first yeah (sighs) so yeah so you start off so anna's in and 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 there's a really nice actually uh what's the word for it a really nice um uh, uh, uh so anna was anna was first in the first european classic of the season omelette pet noise blad and then she was first in the first stage of the season in Europe. Ah, so a bit of symmetry to it all. That's it, yeah. So, yeah, so Anna starts off in the yellow jersey, and you're thinking, oh, wow. So that was really, that's really cool, too. So, yeah. Ah, it was so great. Mm. And And great. And happy. Well, you know, and the good thing is that that was only the prologue. There are more stages to come. Yep. So the next stage um, was uh, next stage was a you know nice uh, race starting off in a castle. We started. This is in Weather, where I got lost, <laughs> <laughs> which was awesome. In the second and, or third of its four streets, no one knows yeah. for sure. We went from Weather to Te Apple. It was very pretty. They have some really pretty starts. You know, deliberately designed so that they line up in front of this little castle and they cross a moat on a drawbridge. Um, you know, with with men, with people in 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 oldie worldy musketry costumes firing muskets to start the race. And yeah, and it was. Uh, and all of these races have bonifications, in sprint immediate bonifications, and bonifications at the end, which count towards GC. Basically, right. if you don't know about bonnies. They're extra seconds, and so, say for example, at the end you win ten bonus seconds, and that means your t- they're then taken off your overall general classification time. Yeah. Yep. And a lot of the Dutch races do this, and the Belgian races do this because it's so flat that otherwise you can end up with like real problems with the GC, and also animates the race in the middle. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you start off. Um, 
and the first first thing the juniors um they did like you know one big lap and one small lap and that was won by ariana prussia ariana prussia of um wsv emmen um uh, with susanna uh, susanna anderson of the norwegian national team in second and grace garner from team giordana triton giordana triton in the third and I'm really happy about the Jordana Triton because they're a British team, a British junior team, first year team, taking taking junior women out to races. I oh, just cool. wonderful. Not just so we had a British national team and Jordana Triton, which was you know great, really yeah. lovely. So you know, thank you Giordana Giordana for sponsoring them and Triton too. So yeah, so the. <laughs> So in the race, you you had the, the thing I love about energy walkers is you kind of end up with like breaks that start in the five kilometer mark. Uh huh. And in stage and in stage one for the women, it was Winanda Spoor and Marine de Vries kind of ended up in a break. I think that that last <laughs> it lasted for like ninety or a hundred kilometers, depending on who you listen to. Yep. <laughs> And Marine said afterwards that how it started was that Winanda started pushing it through a small village, and and Marine just like, well, I don't want to get dropped, and was following her. And she turned <laughs> around behind, and suddenly they were a breakaway. <laughs> you always, you do always love the accidental breakaways. They are, yeah, totally they accidental breakaways. So when they got and so once they got to the lap, once they got to this to, to, to the laps, they were like really hitting it. And you know, people were like, yeah, whatever, let's let, let them out. And then when they started, you know, kind of massing on the front to take over, so you kind of saw them like the the the, the gap falling and Winanda and Marine suffering so so hard, suffering so hard. But they got caught like something about I don't know seven kilometers to the finish. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> You know, for an accidental breakaway, I don't think that's too bad of an outcome, really. No, not at all. Um, so they um, they got caught, and it came down to a bunch sprint, and it was won beautifully by Yolene Dora. Oh man! So her season's continuing. She's um she's just having a great run, isn't she? Yeah, wiggle. There's always a funny thing when you're at a race watching teams and how they interact. And the loudest and happiest team in the dinner hall was Wiggle Honda. And the reason for that was they just won Flanders. Yeah, well. And exactly. and Jolene was second, and Jolene was in the jersey. And someone was talking to um, to Egon van Kessel, van Kessel there, van Kessel there, uh, DS. And he said, "Yeah, I'm in the perfect situation here because if we do nothing, everyone will go, oh yeah, that's fine. They won Flanders. But if we win, people like be like, oh my god, he's the best DS alive.' <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's the one it's the one week in his entire cycling life." where he could get away with it. <laughs> well, actually, Akon van Kessel has a very, very, very good um, history. Um, so I think this is a kind of common feeling for him. <laughs> I'm not sure if he was DS when Emma, when, I'm not sure if, yeah, he's, he was DS, I think he, he was Emma Pooley's DS at one, for one, at one stage. So I think he's, this is something he's used to. Uh-huh. But yeah, so, so, uh, um, yeah, so it's it's kind of like a fun, 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 fun race. So they have a so you kind of end up with um, Van der Breggen again because it's a nice big bunchy sprinty. Van der Breggen's um, still in yellow. Um, so Yo- it's Julian Dora first, Barbara Gurrishi and Trixie Warwick from Velocio Sram in second and third, Lucinda Brand and Anna van- in fourth, Van der Breggen in fifth. So Van der Breggen still keeps her yellow so she's jersey. Still the latest jersey. Yep. Because it's a big bunch sprint, Christian cool. Fielder. So then we come to team time trial day. 
double stage day. So we start off with the elite team time trial. And there is a big, big question about this. And the big question is, what on earth will happen to Velocio Sram? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, um, world champion of the team time trial for forever, um, since, yeah. since the dawn of time. Um, yeah. You know, and, and you know, trying to find their way for 2015. So... Well... The interesting thing about it is that they, so they've been world champion every, all three years that they've had world championships, they've won. Um, they've only been beaten once, yeah, since Cervelo stopped, since the Cervelo testing, they've only been beaten once, and that was in an uphill ITT that was like seven kilometers or something in the, in one year of the, in Macamine Bira, yeah? Uh-huh. So they, and they were beaten by Astana, whose best rider was um, Alina Alamielusik, which who they've signed? <laughs> it does. It does solve a lot of problems, you know. I think. Yeah, it, I exactly. think they're saying is two birds, one stone. Yeah. So, so yeah. they. So you're kind of sitting there going, well, what will the Lachey Stram do? Because while they've won three, won three, you know, three golds in the World TTT Champ, they're completely, you know, semi. And we don't. They like we don't count that uphill time trial. And I think they're right. They don't count that up. And I, they're they're pretty much undefeated. Yeah. But they've only got. Lisa Brunauer and Trixie Warwick, who've been in the team before, the TTT winning, gold winning team. And only Trixie's been in it all the way through because they had Al Mulusik, Barbara Gravishi, who's a sprinter, mm-hmm. Tiffany Cromwell, who's an amazing classics rider, but, you know, not so much known as a time trialist, and Taylor Wiles, who's a wonderful American domestique rider, yeah? Yep. So we're watching it. And, and this energy water, you know, you said you wanted something to start in a building. Yes. The TTT started in a building. But was it a windmill? It was a warehouse, but they did have to go down a long slope. Yeah, well, well starting on a ramp's normal, like it was. No, no, no. This was an abnormal ramp, and it was the Opop warehouse, who were, who's, who's, who's. Uh, um, they have a kangaroo. They had an op op kangaroo jumping around the. Finish. Oh right, so I would have found it culturally and racially insensitive as well. Awesome. <laughs> your kangaroo jumping around culturally insensitive they're my kangaroos are only are only only australians allowed to have kangaroos that's correct oh my god well we don't don't run around having um cougars or bears or i don't know terribly polite people i don't know what britain has (laughs) on our on our stuff so why should you get kangaroos and koalas it's true. There are no terribly polite Australians. That is true. It is true. <laughs> we, so, once had a, we once had a prime minister who described our own country as the arts end of the world. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not a joke. That's a literal quote. I he was, he was one of our better prime ministers, too. <laughs> hey, hey, what did you think about Tony Abbott's um, sensible policy on vaccine? Don't you even start. That's just trolling. <laughs> Were you like every other Australian I've come across going, I can't believe I've got to support an Abbott-based policy. What's the world come to? Just, just fucking talk about the race. Thank you very much. (laughs) You and your fucking (laughs) sneaky pre-copy bastardry. (laughs) Fuck. I, I don't, I can't even. I can't even look at you right now. And this is an audio-only podcast. Oh, my God. 
love you haven't turned away from the computer. I... You'd better distract me with some racing, because... So, TTT, they celebrate the insensitive kangaroos. <laughs> so, they yeah, start out... The kangaroos and your political statements. So they start out. They start out, and Velocio Strand is starting off. La- is starting off second to last, yeah, yep. because um, uh, because of uh, Van der Breggen in, in the yellow jersey. And the thing is, is that the Bowls team is pretty much is 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 quite strongly related to the Bowls team that came second in the world uh, world TTT champs, yeah. So we're kind of there, okay. You know, the, the teams are going really well. They're going fast. It's exciting. The times are dropping, and they get to Orica. Yeah, Orica. Yeah, cool. That that's great. Um, and then and then they get to Bowls, and Bowls blast through. You know, like twenty seconds faster than Orica. And then we're waiting for Velocio Stram, but we can hear the split time. They are going very fast. Very fast. Very fast, and they finished the fourteen point four kilometer course in seventeen fifty nine, which is fourteen seconds faster than Bowles Dolmans. Yeah, awesome. And while they're there, Rabo Liver out on the course, and Rabo Liver pretty fast, but they end up in third place, thirty seconds behind Velocio. And I am just in awe of Ronnie Lauka as the DS of the TTT. If I was a men's t- a men's team right now, I'd be going, "Hey, Ronnie, can you come over and coach my TTT team?" Because oh my. God, you're some kind of genius. And and the interesting thing is when you like that lineup isn't the class isn't isn't their you know their normal TTT squad. You know you'd have um, you, the, last year they had you know world champion Lisa Brunauer, they had Evie Stevens, they had Carmen Small, all of both of whom yeah. are you know medalists, um, world champs medalists. You know they had. Uh, you, do you know what I mean? It's like it's like that yeah, is yeah. stupidly good. And and basically what had happened was they'd had one day of TTT training this year, but that one day had been the day before the race started out on the TTT course. Well, I guess if you're going to just do it for one day, that's probably a good day to do it. But Yeah. yeah. And so, but, but honestly, I, I, Ron on, Alper on your earlier some... point, though, I reckon, I reckon a, smart, a smart men's team would, um, would be hitting up um, – you know, Nikki Scrimjaw and and saying, Christy "Hey, uh, Christy Scrimjaw, sorry," um, saying, "Hey, can we can we fund your team <laughs> if <laughs> yeah, we can yeah. if we can borrow Ronnie for you know a few races a year?" Yeah, yeah. If we can borrow Ronnie for the exciting um for the for the trait for the for the yeah. training for Giro TTT or something. Yeah, exactly. No, but Ronnie is spectacular, and the thing that's really impressive about it. So I was asking, <clears throat> I asked Barbara Barbara um later on in the race about it because Barbara is not a, uh, no well the same day actually because it was the, the after the stage, but Barbara is not a TTT specialist, and she's like, yeah. you know, I died a hundred times like like they could have killed. I, I struggled to stay on there stay on the wheel with them. It was so hard. It was so hard, yeah. but I did it. And she was just delighted, and they're so teamy and so happy. Mm. So they won. Uh, Trixie Warwick was in the yellow jersey, and off they went to then start the afternoon stage. But in the meantime, twenty minutes after they finished, the first junior rider junior team goes off, oh. and that's really. So I was standing by the finish line, like trying to do the timings, tweet the timings. I didn't catch them all because they were some. A lot of it was in Dutch, and I couldn't catch all of them. But I was trying to get I, photos of thought, as many of them as possible. I would have thought by this stage that you were completely fluent in Dutch. 
You know what? Every si- I joke. I have joked that every single Dutch person speaks better English than English people. Yeah, but it's it's not a joke. It's true. Yeah, no, it's it's actually a literal truth. Uh, not least because when you go to the Netherlands or the Scandinavian countries or or wherever, they have much better school systems. So of yeah. course they speak and, better English than us. And they're all they're all kind of not just it's not just that they speak better English. They speak better idiomatic English. They don't swear. They're friendly. Well, yeah, they're so, so they can't friendly. be good at everything. So you know, <laughs> fuck them. But but still. Oh. So yeah, so so then we have the junior teams, and I yeah, so I tried to get places of all of them, and that has Giordana Triton in third place, the combined team Drachten in second. Um, so like I say, the combined team it's people from different clubs, and the first place combined team Nordholland, Nordholland, which is Micah Bugard, Britt Janser, Nicole Steiger, and Anne Huynen. and they I went and interviewed them afterwards. And I was like, so have you done one of these before? And they were we've never written together before. <laughs> So they so were maybe delighted. they were maybe slightly excited. They were maybe slightly excited, and when they were on the podium, they said, "Oh, by the way, Micah Bugard has has is now the yellow jersey leader." And they're just like, "Yay!" <laughs> hugging each other, and um, and someone bought them a big box of cakes, a big box of cakes. They had promised them. I think the yeah, announcer right. promised them a big box of cakes if they'd won. I suppose you, so can't, you just... can't really give them a bottle of champagne, can you? So no, because they're sixteen and seventeen, and yeah. They, yeah, they were just they were they were so delightful. They were just really sweet and friendly and lovely and happy to be there and you know and for the chance to ride on the same course you know it's like do you want to be in Velocious Run when you grow up or maybe Rabobank Rabobank yes <laughs> <laughs> you know and that's it's just I, I just can't emphasize enough how nice it is like like I've always loved it but to see it in real life is just great and they're saying you know one of the best things was being in the dinner hall you know the same dinner hall as the as the you know as, as the as the elite riders yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just great. It's, yeah, the other thing was that they were they'd been coached a bit by um, by Adri Visser. Now, Adri Visser was a rider who retired a couple of years ago. She won the first ever Energy Water, and she was commentating on the race. Oh wow! Oh well, that's pretty cool. So that's really cool. So they didn't show the they didn't show the team time trial live, and they didn't show the juniors. But Adri was very excited for those girls. So yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. and there's something really wonderful about having a commentator who's ridden this race and knows what it's like. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Except, I mean, you, you see that every time Rochelle Gilmore picks up the mic, basically. So yeah, yeah, exactly. It's really lovely. It's a really nice thing. So yeah. Mm. So stage two. So you know, what do you do in the morning uh, when you when you ride a race? When you ride yeah. a race, you then ride you then ride 111 kilometers in the afternoon. <laughs> Why not? You know, make a day of it. Yeah. Ah, yeah. oh, and this was uh, this was a this was a fun stage. It was a really really interesting course, and um, yeah, you started up. We started off in Lake um, by another castle, in fact, and we ended up in Zwiedhorn. And they had they did a long they they did two laps um, from Lake, you know, two laps from Lake to Lake. Yeah, um, yep. going 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 around through through Zwiedhorn. Then they did fourteen kilometers from Lake to Zwiedhorn, and then they did um, a small lap. Yeah, I think I might be. I might be wrong exactly. On the exact <laughs> thing. But the end. But the end of the course had a had two very sharp corners before the finish line, and one of these corners was a um like a, like about I want to say a hundred meters to go, more or less seventy five right. meters to go maybe. Right. 
uh, really sharp corner. Yeah. So, yeah, we're, which so, makes, we're, so makes a sprint finish very difficult. So. Yeah. Well. 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 So we're sitting there and um, watching it on the TV in the permanent. And first of all, there's Carmen's. There's a there's Carmen Small. Um, there's a breakaway of four. I can't remember who's in it. That's terrible of me. But one of them was Carmen Small from Team USA. And uh, uh, one of them was Yulia Souk from Live Planter. And then two other riders, I can't remember. I want to say Winanda Spur again, but I could be wrong. Okay. Um, and so they're, so they're racing and they, they, they go out, they're out for about half the race and then they get caught. And then almost immediately, Karma Small's Team USA teammate, uh, uh, Lauren Kamansky, Lauren goes and, and has a, try and a go, but she gets pulled back. And then her other USA teammate, Lauren Hall, has a go and gets away solo. And we're like, oh my God, what if Lauren Hall gets away solo and gets into the twisty towny corners together? Yeah, that yeah. would be amazing because Lauren Hall is so cool um, so nice and so funny I think she's got recipes for roadkill on her website <laughs> how to eat roadkill oh my god Okay. I could be thinking of another southern American writer I'm sorry Lauren Hall if that's not you <laughs> Um, but she gets caught, and then Kamansky, Lauren Kamansky, goes out again. And this time, everyone's completely confused. Lauren, 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 and I, got, I have no idea. And she was out there with Monique Teniglo, um, a Rabobank rider, but they get caught, and it looks like it's going to come down to a bunch of sprints. Yeah, mm -hmm. but so they're they're charging forward, and Lucinda Brand <laughs> decides, you know what? She starts her sprint early hits that last corner ahead of everyone. And because because Lucinda Brand is one of those people who, who gets faster in the corners. Yeah. Do you remember that Giro stage where she went out early and where she, where, where she went out into the sprint early and everyone was just like, holy fuck. And then like, because they're like, oh shit. And just basically led out Mariana Voss yeah, <laughs> to yeah. win by chasing down Lucinda. But this time she did it for herself and she won. And she said afterwards that she her plan was to get to be right at the front in the second corner and then to her sprint, she her finish line was this last corner. Right, right. And she reckoned that if she could get to, get to that last corner first, she could win. Right, yeah. And she did. And it was marvellous. It was just glorious. Um, cool. Really, really clever riding. And everyone, you know, and um, Kirsten Wheel second, Christine Majerus from Bowles Dolmans in third, and Yonin Dora in fourth. I think Yonin had, had a bit of a problem through the corner. Otherwise, she, I think, I don't think, she, no one could have taken Lucinda. Lucinda is such a clever rider. And she's like, you know, I'm not the best bunch sprinter. But I can position myself well. Yeah. And yeah. what she really means is I'm she's so clever, so clever. Well, that, and again, you know, it's becoming a recurring theme that you know, a bit of recon and, and some planning. And we've talked before about how the women's teams, you know, they, they don't have the same budgets as the men. So having the opportunity to preview a, a course for a stage or a race is a bit of a luxury. And when you've got it, you, mm. you definitely take advantage of it. So um, and, and clearly it pays off. Yeah. Mm. Cool. So yeah. what did that do so, to the overall standings? Well, it was like really, really confusing because we all thought Trixie Warwick was still in yellow jersey. Yep. But they're like um they're like uh uh um so the intermediate bonifications or, or you know, the finish bonifications didn't well, change it much. I or? think they I think the finish I think the finish seconds, how they worked out the seconds. <laughs> I've no idea. Basically, it ended up with um, with uh, Warwick's 
uh, Velocity Strand teammate, Barbara Gurishi in yellow. Oh, well, at least it stayed within <laughs> like, the team. So I've no, yeah, I've no idea. She's like, I don't know. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got to admit, we were all like looking at it in the press room going, okay, fine. Well, jury, the jury said so, so whatever. That makes sense. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, so it's, um, so yeah, so it goes in Velocity Strand um, leading and yeah, all excite, all excitements, but you know, not, not by that much. And two more stages to go. Now, there's this weird thing about energy water. What the energy water is normally known for massive amounts of wind, right? Yep. And canals. We had and rain and stuff like that. And we had the most glorious, beautiful weather. I got sunburn. It was sunshine everywhere. Just like, what the hell is going on, Netherlands? Like, what are these clear, beautiful days? And everyone's going, Yeah, yeah, wait till the weekend. Yeah, yeah, wait till the weekend. Where yeah, wait till the weekend. And we get up on and the Saturday stage in Stad's Canal is, is where we were staying, so it wasn't very far to drive. And you get up and there was beautiful, beautiful wind at the finish line. Ah, finally, finally, there we go. And and bear in mind that it finished in a town, um, and most of the course was out in open fields. Mm. And it was an awful day. It was lovely. It was fantastic. It started to really chuck down rain and it was windy as hell. And it was so nasty standing around with my, there was Wi-Fi in the finish line bus. So I could like, as long as I like stayed within a little circle of the finish line bus, I could be online completely free. So I was like, I've got to stand in the rain and the wind and the cold and the nastiness rather than that really nice cafe that sells really nice cakes because I need my Wi-Fi. Ah, well, you know, small price to pay. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, still better than the uh, the riders were having it, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, exactly. And uh, these poor young girls. Um, so they start off with um, – they start off – and you know that it's going to be an interesting race when you get riders lining up 40 minutes before the start. Yeah? Wow. Okay. Yes. And, yeah, so you're sitting there. And Fleurcia Mackay and the entire USA national team were, my, were like the kind of – yeah, they're the riders who really know what's going on. And, and yeah, they're, they're, yeah, there they were at the start, like, yeah, looking, looking, looking great. And um, they uh, – yeah, they, they kind of – they're starting off because it was like two, two big loops, two long loops, and then one seven-kilometer final loop for the elites, one big loop and one seven-kilometer final loop for the, for the juniors. Yep. And they're – and they know that this is going to be insane, brutal echelons, gutter action. This is the this is the stage you watch, Matt. You know, you definitely yeah. should watch the stage because it was just extraordinary. And I think, yeah, I think the first the first breakaway was five k. Like, and it was just like first Rabobank. Right, we want this. We want this jersey back. Bang! Off they go. Peloton in pieces, just mm. destroyed mm. and chaos and craziness and you know kind of your your group kind of shredding and shredding and shredding and ride really good riders getting getting drops just you know just just like wow yeah. this is madness and I, I i especially recommend people watch the final small lap because they kind of get to the final small lap and i believe there was a group of eight yeah um, it might have been less than eight, but they're there and they 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 hit it. And I think Veeld attacks in exactly the place that Pernil Matheson attacks in the junior race. But I'll get back onto that in a minute. Right. And they're going around and they're just killing it. And bowls are just going bang, bang, bang because uh, Majerus is up there in the GC. Yeah. Uh huh. 
And Ellen Van Dyke attacks so many times that she gets dropped. Yeah. Wow. Like, yeah. wow. Like, she's just yeah. killing it. And then Lizzie Armitstead is killing it. And they come around the corner because they've got this, this in this 7K loop. I think it's a 3K run, straight run into the finish. Oh, wow. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And, 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 and Armitstead goes over and over again, like, and each time Lisa Brunauer from Velocio slams onto her wheel, yeah. And sometimes Kirsten with and with Kirsten Veeld, and once I think Kirsten slams onto her with Lisa in second place. So Lizzie cannot be dropped. It's yeah. so exciting. It's just incredible. So they kind of come banging up to the finish, and Lucinda Brown starts her sprint early again. Yeah. And yep. this time Kirsten's ready, and Kirsten just powers past her power in this amazing <laughs> power sprint in the rain and the wind and the nastiness to win and it is just phenomenal racing like all week we're saying damn it like it's beautiful weather the countryside looks great but this is not energy water you know we've got like it's it's really good racing i'm not dissing it but it's just it's a shame it's not this attack 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 which we've mm. got in spades in stage three so you know if you want to see like someone someone said one of the Cycling Weekly reporters said, if you'd watched the Cycling Weekly guide on echelons, turn on the, turn on the stream now because this is a, a masterclass in how to do echelons. Yeah, yeah? yeah, There's various people tweeting that they'd never really understood echelons before, but now they did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so good. So good. So, yeah, so Veal first, Brand second, Brunauer third. And Brunauer takes the with her bonifications and the fact that she's um you know she gets she's she her bonnies get her ahead of trixie warwick and so she ends up in the yellow jersey the third velocio stram rider to wear it yeah yeah that's awesome oh so good yeah. so good really you have to we we should you know what we should do we should just watch it together and um we should turn it on together sometime and just watch it and it would be like it'll be like one of those <laughs> Sounds so wrong, doesn't it? We should watch it together, darling. <laughs> yeah, I I was waiting for waiting for that to get into safer territory before I responded, but okay. Um, yeah. Anyway, moving on. Um, great stage. So you end up with you end up with Lisa Brunauer in the Adidas jersey, Trixie Warwick one second behind, um, Christy Majerus ten seconds behind. And bear in mind, there's, there's 10 seconds bonifications on the finish line, yeah? And there's sprint immediate points, bonifications. I love this phrase, sprint immediates. <laughs> so then we get, up on, we get up on Sunday and we decide to go to the German island of Borkum, which is one of those things where the organisers, Daniela Beckering, who's a former cyclist and Tice Rundhaus, were, Rundhaus were go, why? Who, what stupid person thought it would be a good idea to take a race to an island? Like you did. Oh God! <laughs> Kill me now. Um, because it was a bit of a uh, it was a bit of a um, um, military precision movement. But but lots. But they really wanted to do it because the the nearest um, the nearest port, the nearest ferry port to Borkum is is in is Eimhaven in the Netherlands. Yeah, in Groningen, and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of Dutch people go and stay on this island in the summer. Right. Um, yeah, it's the Wadden Islands. There, this this beautiful. I always wanted to go there since I passed over them in a plane coming back from Copenhagen, and I was feeling sad about leaving the world. It was a good time I had. And I looked out of the window and I saw these extraordinary islands. I was like, I really want to go there one day, and now I have. <laughs> well, there you go. Cycling will take you everywhere. 
I know. So this course, so we went on the ferry, um, 90 minutes on the ferry. Um, we, well, we had to go by bus because they had a bus put on for, because they could only, each team could only take one van and one car onto the islands, yeah? Right. And they had a bus to go on, uh, to, 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 to take the riders that couldn't fit. So it's kind of like you're sitting on a bus with a film man and riders. It's lovely. And ferry and all the riders are like, it's cold upstairs. I can't go upstairs. And we get to the island and then we have to take a little train um because they have a, a train from the ports to the island now this island is only 33 square kilometers <laughs> so huge a huge sprawling yes okay and, and it hasn't got many roads so they basically were doing seven laps of i think it's 17 kilometer circuit now this yep. circuit it's on the north sea this island yeah and i don't know if you've ever know anything about the north sea but one of the things about the north sea is it's rough and windy Yes, the the sum total of what I know about the North Sea is it's rough and windy, there's oil there, and that's where submarines go. And seals. Oh, this obsession with seals, man. You've got to give it up, honestly. Seals are amazing. You probably don't have them in Australia because they're probably eaten by sharks, but they are really, really lovely. Yeah, you're going to change your tune when I tell you the penguin joke after we finish recording. North Sea seals are incredible. Um, yeah, they're so lovely and 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 lovely. I think they're grey seals. I've got no idea. <laughs> no one's yeah. No one is surprised. <laughs> they might be harbour seals. I don't know. <laughs> well, you'd only I, look at this point. I'd only be surprised if you told me that they ride bikes. So you know. <laughs> Hey, these seals are bigger than you are. So? You be you should you should give them respect. I why what have they done for me? Respect is not <laughs> So if, it, if these seals bring me a case of beer each, then then you know, grudging respect. Fine. So this course um starts off this this course starts off with um it comes out of the start finish line does this weird sharp dog leg like completely hairpin scary turn down to the seafront so it goes all along the seafront for a couple of kilometers and i was walking along the seafront going as the sand was being blown off the north sea beach into my face and and yeah yeah this is this is tough to walk in man. <laughs> And then it goes in through the town and then it goes out to this place where when you look in the video going, oh, look, it's nice and benign because, you know, it's really flat and, and there's, and there's, you know, there's, there's nothing there. There's like no like, le- like plants or anything blowing across so you can't see how windy it is. And that's because nothing can grow there. <laughs> the okay, wind yep, yep, the wind just blows it away. So it's, and then they kind of come out through this inland round bit in, oh God, up to the finish line. It's kind of a slightly incline up to the, a slight incline up to the finish line. It was super tough. It was insane. It was beautiful. And, you know, again, you've got riders lining up as soon as humanly possible because this is going to be hammered down. Bang, off we go into, you know, break group of 15 riders that's kind of shed down shed down shed down till they end up i think with eight riders and in this group you've got um uh you've got uh lisa blanauer trixie warwick and barbara gorishi started barbara gorishi is so my favorite rider from this because she works so she just was extraordinary in how 
you know, you don't expect a sprinter to be able to keep up with these groups and to be able right. to race in echelons and stuff like that. And she was very unlucky because she punched, she punched it out of the first of the of, of stage three. Yeah, she punched it out of the leader's jersey, which was gutting for her. And I think she was either dropped or punctured or both in the final stage. But Barbara Gurishi, she is not just an Italian sprinter. She is really, really good rider to watch. Really impressive. So, yeah. Awesome. So you start off with a group of 15 and it's got, uh, you know, Romy Casper and, and um, Romy Casper and uh, uh, Christine Majerus in it. Yeah. Um, for bowls. And it's got Lisa Blanauer and Trixie Warwick um, in it for, uh, for, for and and for at the start, Gorishi for Velocio Sram. Yep. It's got Anna van der Breggen and um, Anna van der Breggen, Lucinda Brand and Roxana Knetemann for Rabo. Yeah. And it's just, and then, and then the two sprinters, Kirsten Field and Yodin Dora. Yeah. Who uh-huh. are there. So you've got two competitions in this break going on. Yeah. Yep. You've got the GC, which is basically Lisa and Lisa and Trixie versus Christine. But, you know, maybe maybe someone else can break away and get away and, and escape and, and get loads of time on them, yeah? And then you've got the sprint right race between Kirsten and uh, and 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 uh, Yolene. But you've also got, like, the riders, like, you know, because I'm sure that, you know, Lucinda wants another, everyone else wants another stage win, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. So they are pounding round um, and they're charging through around this around this course. And then just before the uh, the penultimate lap, off goes uh, no, just just inside the penultimate lap, lap. Sorry, off goes Anna van der Breggen. A solo attack, and van der Breggen is two minutes forty six behind. So it's like right. right so you've got so... well. So yeah. So at this point, you've got one bowls rider because Casper's been dropped. So you've got yeah. Well, well, three of the group aren't going to chase, mm. um, and then Veld and Dora would, would like to catch her back so they can go for a bunch sprint. But no one's really working with them, and, yeah. and it was, so that's interesting. So van der Breggen thirty k solo wins. Yeah. Okay. And when you've got a group like that, it's really interesting watching what happens when the when the bonifications come up. Uh huh. Because they just go. You know, the, the riders that go for it are. You know, the riders, you can see the group kind of split because you suddenly have the riders who are up for the bonifications, who, who want the bonnies, charging for the sprint line. Whereas, you know, riders like uh, Field and Dora can just sit back and go, yeah, yeah whatever, let them tie themselves out of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah you, 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 you fight each other. Brilliant. That's great for us. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that, but they all, but they end up with this group coming to the ends together. I think it's more or less eight riders. Um, and, Dora wins the sprint for second with Veeld in the third. Lisa Brunauer finishing in fourth, winning the uh, jersey, winning the overall yep. energy water, which is very, you know, it's nice. German rider in Germany, <laughs> technically Germany, winning the race. Um, yeah, and nice for Velocio Sram because this is their first race win of the season. Yeah. And, and they won it so well. Trixie died a thousand times working for Lisa in that in that stage. She really, really did a phenomenal job. And again, if you want to watch this, go and watch this because first of all, the landscape is extraordinary, and second, the racing is to die for. It's just spectacular. So yeah, well, and and you've got such great you know imagery from it. Um, So absolutely. So what? It was Podium TV, yeah. Podium TV. Yep. Cool. Cool. Yeah. 
Awesome. Well, that's a huge week, man. That's that's a big week. I, no wonder you're tired. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was also we then kind of because I was staying. So the basically they 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 pulled out um, the final when in the final stage they'd pulled out everyone who was like a certain amount of time behind got pulled at the last lap because so that they could get them off the island as quickly right. as possible because the you know the ferries at four ferries at four four thirty. So they kind of pull Oh, everyone I else. thought you were gonna say when the sun set the werewolves came out, but okay. Yeah, no, no, the no, ferries no, no, at four thirty. No, no. That makes no, no, more they, sense. That actually makes a yeah. lot more sense. Yeah. But they give them all the same time, so they're like, right, yeah, you'll all get the same, t- you know, you'll you'll all get, you know, you, you'll all, you'll all get the same time. It's a sprint for, you know, sprint for the finish and stuff. But yeah, yeah you. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it was just, it was really, really, really hard. <laughs> yes, as it should be. I mean, that's that's what it's known for. So, sounds like it was an excellent race, though. Yeah, really, really amazing. And and I'm really honoured to have been part of it because, you know, this is like the first, they're really breaking ground of the TV mm. and the junior race. Oh, I never said what happened in the junior race. God damn it. The final stage of the junior race had been won, um, had been again come down to a breakaway and they ended up with a breakaway of four riders um, who were Susanna Andersson, who'd been on the podium in the first stage from the Swedish national, from the Swedish national, Norwegian, Norwegian national team, Meryl uh-huh. Hoffman from Restore, Jamie Behrens from a combined team, Groningen, and Pernilla Mathiason from the Danish national team. Pernilla is the, was the silver medalist in the junior ITT world champs. And Pernilla attacked at the same point that Kirsten Thiel did and won the solo as well. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, so young Pernilla Mathiason. Uh, really great for her. She did a lot of work for Amelie Diederikson in, in the Junior World Champs last year and yep. when she was a first year junior. So, you know, young Danish cycling team. Oh, my God, they're good. So, yeah. And, um, and yes, yeah, Susanna Anderson second. And, uh, yeah, and Meryl Hoffman in third. And, yeah, lovely. And they did a combined podium on that the end of that stage. Oh, okay. so so they did. They waited and they did. You know, they did the kind of first of all, the juniors had their had their jerseys, and then the elites had their jerseys, and then they had a combined podium with all the all the jersey winners, including the juniors and the elites. So you know, if you were a young ITT star like uh, Pernilla Anderson being on the being on the uh, the the podium with with Lisa Brunauer, yeah, probably would feel pretty good. I would imagine. Um, yeah, it must I- feel great. Yeah, not having and, been on a podium with Lisa Brunel myself, I can only assume that that's a good thing. Yeah, and while poor Micah Bugard had lost her, her leader's jersey, her team, Nord Holland, won the best team overall. So that was really happy for them oh, as well. Cool. So, yeah. So, yeah. Hurrah. Awesome. Lovely. Awesome. Well, um, <gasps> we're running out of time, mate. So after after such a big and, and full week, I'm, I'm not going to be surprised if you don't really know what happened with the Redlands Classic over in the U.S., um, no, I do. Yeah. So, well, look, hey, let me give you the the high notes, which are um, basically um, Corinne Rivera won the last couple of stages for United Healthcare mm-hmm. um, Circuit Racing. So, obviously, the the reigning national criterium champ is is someone that you're going to watch for that. Um, Mara yeah. Abbott, who while while she's a real Honda rider, was actually riding for a composite team, LA Sweat, um, actually took out the overall. Uh, which was quite quite interesting. Um, so, and and you know, as someone to watch ahead of whenever it is that she actually comes to Europe to to race for Wiggle there, um, it, it will be interesting to see how she goes. 
So, mm-hmm. yeah, so that's Redlands in a nutshell. Um, also, I did want to mention briefly, just because it's probably one of the more brutal cycling crash uh, injuries I've seen in a while, uh, Catherine Bertine was involved in an accident there and posted an amazing photo um, with basically a chunk of her arm missing. So, Ooh. yeah, a bit gross. Um, if you're squeamish, possibly not the thing to go searching and looking for. But, um, yeah, anyway, we hope, hope Catherine heals up quickly. Uh, what do we got? We got Flesh coming up next week, the race that I, you know, apparently am banned from naming. So probably shouldn't have said that. But, um, yeah, anyway, fucking Flesh will mutter, mumble. Fucking, the cameras are right there. Sarah, the cameras are right there. Why won't they use I know. Them? Just anyway, um, and and what else we got to look forward to? Oh, well, Ronde van Gelderland first. Ah, yes, okay. Ronde van Gelderland first, and then also um, we also have racing in the USA, and you know I'm very excited about this. This we've got the first batch of USA uh, UCI racing um, coming up, which is fantastic, and I've completely mm. forgotten the name. I want to say it's the Joe Martin Stage Race, but I'm not sure because yeah, no, for some reason CK like doesn't have. Well, because it's changed from, because it was Nature Valley and now it's, you know, something like that. Um, no, 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 it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not. Give me a minute, talk something about okay. something. Something about how apparently I'm confusing two different races and giving you them totally the same are. Yeah. 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 Okay, no, cool. Joe Martin, yeah, it's Joe Martin's stage race presented by Nature Valley. Well, that's, that's basically what I said, right? No. Anyway, I'm so we correct. have Ronde van. We, yeah, Ronde, we can all agree I'm correct. Okay, cool. Ronde van Gelderland this weekend. Then the th- Wednesday after Flechvallon, and then the Thursday after in the USA the Joe Martin Stage Race. Then on the Saturday, Omut van Borselay and Dwarves Dwarf Dora West Hook, which are a really fun sprint race craziness. Um, the following weekend. Um, my interesting bit of cycling news, two things that I liked. One was, um, I'll talk about mountain bike at some stage next week because I haven't watched it yet. Don't spoil it for me, people. Don't spoil it for me, Twitter. I'm Everyone send spoilers it. to Sarah at underscore pigeons underscore. Thank you. Do not spoil it for spoiler it for me. I'll I will speak give to you ever a again. special present to whoever f- spoils it for Sarah first. <sighs> Spe- special presents are, um, yeah, I'm not... Sorry, oh, I'm really? Shut- what? There's no one in Europe who wants Tim Tams? Yeah, 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 whatever. <laughs> That's me! I spoiler it for myself! <laughs> right, shit! Where's the Lourdes results? Oh my god! Alright, so anyway, moving on. No! No, no, we don't no. have time. We don't know. You don't get the. You're you're part of the team. You're you don't get the prize. Like you're I do, automatically. I do, I do. No, you're prize. automatically disqualified. You're automatically. You're automatically no, no, disqualified no. from the competition. You can't be in it. It's in. No. Like it would be unethical to award the prize in house. That that would be. No, no, no. You didn't say that. You that wasn't that wasn't you said. It's you ever part of every it competition in the world. I can't give it to a staff member. That's the rules. Oh my god, how exciting. Emmeline Rago won. Oh, I'm so pleased. She was saying that she was going to retire last year, but she changed her mind because she couldn't race worlds. She was injured for worlds. So a French woman winning the first downhill World Cup. Oh my god. Um wow. Emmeline Rago winning, Rachel Atherton in second, Miriam Nicole in third. I can't wait to watch it. It'll all be on redbull.tv. But I'm super happy for Emmeline and there'll be some charming videos of probably of her speaking English with her delightful accent around too. So that make me happy too. So Tim Tams? No. Um, so, and your other bit of news? Um, Kristen Armstrong's re-retiring again to go what? for the Olympic medal again. Oh, right. Like coming out of retirement again. 
Oh yeah, my yeah, God. de-retiring. Oh, again. wow. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, you got to have ambitions in life. Like, you know, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Well, it, well you know what's going to be very interesting is she's is she is last time she did this, she retired um, after the 2008 Olympics winning the ITT gold. And then she came back and she didn't ride much racing, but she was tight, you know, focusing her time trial this year. She's going this year. If she wants to get into that team, she's got to beat Carmen Small and Evelyn Stevens. Now, I can imagine that Carmen Small and Evelyn Stevens are going to go all out to to, to get to the Olympics, but that she, yeah. they're racing in the they're racing the her Armstrong's first race will be the Continental Championships. The um the um I want to say American, but I mean big America, you know, American continent. Um, uh, yeah, Pan American. Yep. Pan American Conti champs. So yeah, and um, also if you want to see something adorable, watch Nettie Edmondson's video. Congratulations to her brother Alex on winning the under twenty three Tour of Flanders because it's sweet. Cool. Um, and as always, uh, do do keep an eye on uh, Sarah's Twitter at underscore pigeons underscore. And also thank you to her Patreon uh, supporters who help to fund all this work that she does. Thank- who paid for me to go to? Who paid for me to go to the Netherlands? I love you. You're wonderful. Thank yes. you. Yes, indeed. Awesome, awesome. Uh, thank you very much for listening, and we will be back next week with even more race excitement news and hilarity, um, and hopefully more coffee. Thank you. Yes, we can do that. Thank you for listening.